told me be at the lounge around 6 p.m. sharp I'm late to everything so I should set an alarm Around here is not safe on the street lights off I should be home not but fuck it I guess no Yo, What's good yo tell us a story Ben this is not about me it's about you Nah, wait, real quick for the for the people who didn't see you last episode, who is Haji Gaviota? Yo, what's post up? Oof era. I'm Haji. Um, I'm a musician. I'm from Queens, New York. Uh, I've been in LA for a month, and tonight is my last night, which is uh, bittersweet. So, um, yeah, you know. As your uh, interim roommate, I could say that <laughs> I've never seen have I, I've never seen anyone have a more productive LA trip than you did. <laughs> I barely saw you, bro. You had like three sessions a day. Yeah, man. I'm just trying to make shit, bro. I'm leaving with, I want to say probably like at least five songs that I really like. So I think that's a pretty productive month for me. Everything you showed me was fire. So you th- you. You, you're walking away happy? Yeah, I'm satisfied. I'm, I mean, I'm always trying to do more, but I'm happy. What's the uh, what's the Ben Beal house rating? Yeah, I love this place, bro. This <laughs> it's house a good is spot, sick. right? Yeah, I hope you don't move. This place is awesome. I'm moving, unfortunately. That's so sad. I, I toured a house today, actually. Oof. My bad. Yeah, I fucked that's up. Unfo- that's stream oof, it's out now. Yeah, stream that shit. But yo, I just uh, I just walked in from that indie show. First yo. of all, let me say, I went with uh, my homie Goldwood and his girlfriend Isabella, and he had a bunch of friends there. It was, it was fun. So it was the most Silver Lake, East LA shit I've ever been to in my life. Um, I didn't know what to expect. All I knew is that it was gonna be an indie rock band. Yeah, classic LA indie music. R.I.P. Cole. <laughs> uh, I go It's typical band Just guitarist Bassist and drummer Word. Shout out Benfold 5 But yo they uh, First one was great They had all the essentials Weird looking lead singer With long hair Beautiful <laughs> So weird looking uh, Weird looking lead singer Lil Peep looking bassist Yep You could tell His whole entire Personality is based off Lil Peep and then a drummer that looks like they went to an Ivy League school. Real. Yeah, right? Um, so that was great. They were fire, by the way. And I'm sorry for calling the lead singer weird looking, but I'm sure he agrees. And Is then, he weird looking in like a like a like a pretty way? He's weird looking in the way that like Delwater Gap is weird looking. Oh yeah, I mean he's doing fine, so you know. Make your money. Yeah. Make your money, bro. He's doing he's doing just great. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I actually rent Wait, was I with you when we saw Delwater Gap? Yeah, on the yo. street. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. driving, I think. Yeah, was, I don't really know what he looks like. It was I like me, you, Shrek knows rap, and Jed. Yeah. New homie. Squad. Very, very interesting squad. It was a good time. Yeah. Not like yo, so, music. Shout out to him. Bro, so <laughs> the second band that came up, they had a gimmick where they said that they were time travelers from the 70s. They were all like Brockhampton knockoffs. Like, they definitely uh, would suck every member's dick if they could. But. They were all wearing the same exact fit. Real? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, they looked exactly like Brockhampton. And they played two of their originals and then did a Frank Ocean cover and then a Kanye cover. And they, dude, I, I swear to God, they did uh, they did the intro to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like, can we get much higher? But they did an indie remix. And okay. I was cringing really hard. But before that... They did without you the the Frank Ocean song. Without you? Wait, fuck. What's that song? Um, a tornado flew. Oh, uh, think about you. Yeah. Think yeah, about yeah. you. Oh, facts. Or is it thinking about you or it's think about you? Think about you. Okay, yeah. yeah. They did that, and it was good. It was really good. But there was a girl in the front row just twerking so intensely the entire time. I was dying. 
me me and all the homies were just it, it sucked because it was such a small room so you definitely could hear everyone in the crowd and it was a super silent crowd until the songs were over but we were cracking the fuck up because this girl was dropping it to the most chill laid back version of without you or not without you fuck uh think about you i've ever heard in my life <laughs> she was going absurd. so hard it made no sense it was like she was glitching <laughs> but yeah we were we were all dying and the lead singer definitely heard it he kept making eye contact with me because i was cracking up the entire time that's so unfortunate i hate that yeah i mean i went to your show and it was like that but made sense real yeah everyone was twerking guys girls as they should mosh pit dude how do you how do you feel by the way your first la show out here oh that shit was great i was really happy with it it was actually better than the new york show which is cool um it was just like yeah i was i really liked that venue um the crowd was really nice can't believe I missed the New York show too, because I was back in New York for that. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, New York shows are always fun. Um, I would put that. That's like probably second for me. Like I think the um, Mercury Lounge New York show is really fun. Like the first one after the pandemic. That was your first sold out show too, right? Yeah, that one was. Yeah, Sweet. Um, that was really cool. Um, that's probably my favorite from New York so far. Hopefully, I do another one soon. Um, and top that, but we'll see. Uh, Dude, the LA was, one was really fun. It was so surreal because. Everyone in the crowd was singing the lyrics, and I was like, "God damn, Haji, fucking, he's out here." <laughs> Yo, that was yeah, it was a really cool group of people. I'm excited because uh, that was before Goofy and Oof came out, and I'm pretty sure uh, Tricky is gonna be my next song. Um, and so I played that too. It gets tricky, yeah. like SSS. It's looking like it's gonna be next. Um, I don't want to say too much. I think my favorite part about your marketing strategy is that. I know all the words to all your upcoming songs just from your TikTok. As you should. That's the goal. It is the goal. <laughs> I've been trying to do that. Like, I don't know if you saw it today, but I posted like four TikToks because... Dude, yeah. Three day. That's least. all you could do as an artist and it fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, I just post silly shit, I feel like, which is fun. Yeah, it looks like you have fun with it, but if you watch mine, you could tell that I'm not having any fun. Well, no, I would just try <laughs> to have fun with it. <laughs> don't like... You don't have to do anything, you know? Like... um. I would just see what you like about the app and then and then make those. It's just like if shit. I try to be funny, everyone's like, this is cringe as hell. And if I just sit there singing the lyrics to something, they're like, why the fuck would I want to watch this? Yeah, you'll figure it out. You yeah. just got to keep trying. So. shit's going to flop. And just Only thing flop. that went viral is me getting the mic ripped out of my hand. That shit is that. funny as hell, though. It's so. the most embarrassing <laughs> moment of my fucking life. Yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, that's a W at this point, you know. We need to stage some shit. I feel like that's like the the sauce to going viral. You just need to make something look real that's completely planned, which is like eighty percent of what goes viral these days. It helps. I mean, I've seen shit, but on your free page, like people will call you out for it, and they'll be like, "Yeah, this is staged. This is super staged." So I mean, it depends on what your angle is. Like, but is like staged comedy. Like, I don't know. Like, you make cool music. I don't know if that. I don't know if you need that shit. That's all I'm saying. Like. I would just post the music and yeah, try I'm to just, tap in specifically to the people who like your kind of music. What I did today was I just posted my song like four different times with four different like VHS visuals. Just kept it with the Ben Beale aesthetic. I'm not there. There were a lot of times where I was trying to cater to the, the algorithm or whatever. People were telling me like, do this, do this, do this. So I was making my videos super specific to try to get views. But I'm like, 
I never did that with my music. I might as well just fuck around and yeah. I mean, see you're what gonna works. learn the platform, and then you'll see why stuff works instead of just someone being like, "Yo, like this." Is no, but that's the thing. I've seen what works, and yeah. so have you. And it's like, yeah. but if that worked, we'd keep doing it over and over again. It's just like it's. Well, that's what they want you to do. I know. I get maybe <laughs> it's just one guy sitting behind a desk. Like, look at all these musicians trying as hard as they can to get a deal right now. Man, fuck deals. <laughs> Would you sign a major label deal right now? If I mean, it, Major label deals look very different depending on who you're signing with and how. Let's say you got like a fair deal, like where the contract looked good, but it was for a label like hell yeah, top three label. Would I sign a fair deal? Of course. No, I mean yeah, but like (laughs) what I'm saying is like a deal could be fair, but I feel like the functionality at a major label is like they cater to the top one percent of artists on their label. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would have to know the A and R, and see if I. Like <laughs> I I keep forgetting that you're way more tapped in with me with these industry deals. I wouldn't say I'm tapped in. It's just like, like, um, that's just how the relationship works. Like, do you like the dude you're signed to? I mean, it's like working at a job. If you're looking at all the places you could be an accountant at, if you know your boss is an asshole and doesn't like you, it's not going to promote you. Like. It wouldn't make a lot of sense to work at that accounting firm. It's kind of the same thing with label stuff. You want to work with somebody who understands what you're trying to do so they can bat for it. I feel you. Not only understands, but, like, believes in it. So, people have that. There are, that those relationships exist. Some A&Rs are horrible. Some of them are great. So, it's just fine. I, I know A&Rs personally, and they're the good homies. And they'll be the first ones to tell me, like, you don't want to get into this side of the industry, bro. Like, keep your head up and just keep making music and it'll all make sense. But Yeah, for sure. Definitely don't rush anything, but there are so many A&R, like, dude, I've had so many meetings where it's a great combo the whole time. I think I'm hitting it off. And then in the end, they're just like, okay, we're like, let's check back in in a couple of years. Like, let me know if you go yeah, viral at any point so that I could tell my boss that I had a meeting with you. That is pretty much how it goes, <laughs> man. Shout out to my guy, Mike Kell, who tweeted that. Pissed off the whole oh, industry shit, when he did that. Yeah. Bro, it's. That was all facts, though. No, like, I. I it struck a chord because it's true. A&R is be having conversations with you where they're just like, you yo. Know Subi Club? He's. Yeah. He's tweeted I mean, that like 19 times where he's just like, if you're an A&R, don't fucking contact me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless they really want to sign you. If they really want to sign me, that would be cool. But it's always, like, exploratory stuff, which is, like, cool. You can explore, like, you don't need to get on Zoom to explore me, bro. Pause. It's, like, you can just, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can just, like, um, I don't know, just, like, look at, listen to my music and look at my socials and then show it to your boss. And then if your boss is, like, yeah, we would sign him, then hit me up. I mean, like, there's no reason to have a conversation with me to, like, pretend to be my friend, you know? The, I don't feel like they've really done that to me, though, which is nice. Yeah, no, dude, you, you've been doing a great job. It seems like your management's also really good at, like, keeping you grounded in the fact that you can make it as an independent artist without that shit. Um, I, like, my past management has all done the same thing, where they're just like, you can sign a deal, but you're not gonna go far at that label unless you're already popping. Like, you need a fan base already. You need all that shit to already be clicking. And I just, like... It just gets me so overwhelmed. I just want to just make music. Yeah. That's it. So at the end of the day, that's all I'm going to be focused on. But yeah. dude, aside from the stressful politics of the music industry, I got to tell you what just happened. Bro, please in the Uber. tell me this story, man. I was, yo, so I walked inside and I'm like, Haji, some crazy shit just happened to me in the Uber, but we're saving it for the podcast because I'm we, so excited. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was a scheduled podcast. Um, Yeah, so I get in the Uber 
Um, I, I walk out of the venue. I was just at that indie show where that girl was twerking to Frank Ocean. Movie. Yeah, movie. No Spielberg. I was uh, I was getting into the Uber. Say bye to everyone. I hop in, close the door, and the Uber driver goes, Ben Beal. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, does it show my last name on the, on the, on the name uh, no, on the phone? It definitely doesn't as an Uber. And I looked and it driver, didn't. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> either this dude knows my music or he just like got my info from the Uber platform. Yeah, now he knows your music. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, no, no. Like I, dude, it's I love getting recognized. I think it's the coolest thing ever that in the wild I'm seeing the the fruits of my labor. I'm sure you feel the same. It's way. a bell curve. It's a bell curve because it goes from damn, it would be nice to get recognized to oh sweet, it's cool to get recognized. And then I mean, this is not where I'm at, but like at some point you probably hit the point where it's like, all right, it is now annoying to get recognized. Yeah. So it's literally it's annoying for someone who wants to be recognized and isn't, and then it's annoying for somebody who like is recognized too much. But there is a sweet spot of like, oh my god, this person recognized me. That's so cool. That exists probably for both of us for the most part at this stage in our career. It's, it's I can't wrap my head around it too because yeah. I have friends that are annoyed at how much they get recognized, and every oh, time I'm just like, dude, that's so sick. Yeah, like it varies on how they recognize you too. I told my mom, I'm like, I want to get to a point where I can't leave my house. I'll be comfortable not being able to go in public. Like I don't give a fuck. See, I, I would hate that, so I feel you. Nah, nah. You could always just pull a yeet and just wear. F- shit over your face like it's i don't yeah i'm insecure enough anyway where i would be fine not ever showing my face in public regardless and still like wear a disguise i don't give a shit i feel that i don't need to be comfortable i'm probably gonna be wearing pajamas regardless because you you see how i dress but i dude i think it's the coolest thing ever if someone walks up to you and is like i love you because i like by the way remember when we were in little tokyo yeah and someone recognized haji well, I, I didn't see it, so I don't no, know. No, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I literally saw a girl point at Haji and go, that's Haji. <laughs> and then told one of their friends. Their friends didn't know what they said, so they just kept walking. And Haji was drinking coffee, and I was like, bro, you just got recognized. Yeah. In, was, in the wild. That would have been sick. And, right. yeah, you, you didn't believe me, but I'd swear. Yeah, I've never been recognized outside of New York. Getting recognized in New York is, like, kind of just, you know. I mean, I, I like, lived there my whole life, so... It's like always like, it's, it's cool. the Jewish geography. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, just connections find you after a while. Yeah, no, definitely. New York is definitely the way it goes with that. That's so. That's super cool though. I'm I'm hyped that that happened. I wish I kind of saw it happen in real time. But all right, so it wasn't so cool when this guy recognized you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Segue back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this is a shorter episode because Haji has to wake up in like five hours. Yeah, right? unfortunately, yeah, like five yeah. hours. <laughs> this is just a little bonus, but. Always a pleasure getting this dude on. We're, we're going to have more full episodes for Absolutely. sure. But, okay. Okay. Brain blast back to it. I'm a little fucked up, by the way. I've been drinking soju all night. It's a podcast tradition. So, if I'm slurring, bear with me. So, all right. This dude goes Ben Beal. I'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit. Uh, I really freaked out when I heard the door locks click. I'm like, I'm stuck in here now. But it, it only got weirder. So, bro is, like, like a gigantic dude, too. If there was anyone in the world I could compare this driver to, it was Hagrid from Harry Potter. Okay, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I didn't stand a dude. chance if it came to physical combat. He was, like, bearded like that, too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, not only was it bearded, beard. but he had, 
a bra- like it was one of those really long beards and it was braided. Oh hell no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he looked like a really scary motorcycle dude. <laughs> yeah. Can I see his like profile? I won't read his name out loud, but I'm curious if you have it on your phone, like from the Uber. Hmm. Well, bro, <laughs> like honestly, if he's a fan like that, he's gonna hear this and then come fucking kill me. Well, his name really... was You don't have to say his name out loud. <laughs> I guess you did already. It's too late. Oh shit! Yeah, this dude is definitely. I want to know where this dude was on January sixth. Um. Yeah. No. He, he, yeah. Where that that dude does have a giant beard. Oh, that's crazy. Large beard, right? Yeah, that dude has a huge beard. Would have been a great pirate back in the day. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. I he he says my name. I'm gonna bleep out his name. By the way, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he he could just have been weird, but. He starts asking me a bunch of personal questions about music and shit. And I walked into the Uber, mind you, wearing AirPods. That's the universal signal to not talk to someone. Yeah, right? for sure. I wasn't listening to music either. I just, I needed a quiet ride back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I've been drinking all night. Didn't want to get into a conversation, whatever. But so the first thing this dude does, and he called my bluff because I, I was listening to music. But he asked me. Uh, what? When's my next song dropping? Like for like right out the gates, starts driving and asks me that. Uh, I start having a normal conversation with him about it, but I'm still a little weirded out because this dude's driving me back to my address. Like now he knows where I live. Yeah. Oh, it was it was so scary, bro. He, he could have just been like <clears throat> my friend's house. He started getting more specific about oh, shit. Weird, yeah. Yeah, like like asking me like about tweets that I tweeted like months ago and shit. Huh. Yeah, and then Bro's a fan. Be, so the the weirdest part was right when we got back to my crib on on my street. He goes, "Can I get your number? Like, send me some of your demos." And I was like, uh, "No, I'm sorry, dude." And then after I said that, he didn't say a word for like a few minutes, and the doors were still locked. And I was sitting outside the house, like we were. Outside my house. Yeah. I was about to text you, by the way, but I, I didn't want to freak you out. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah, I yeah. walked in two minutes later, it would have been really embarrassing. Yeah. I was about to text you. I'm outside the house. If I don't come inside, like call the police. Oh, shit. And like the car I was in, I was in a, I'm not going to say it. Like, I feel bad now that I got out of the yeah, car. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just scary in the moment. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, <laughs> He just didn't say a word and was just like scrolling through his phone and the doors are still locked and... I was I kind of started to panic a little and I said um like right here is good he's like word didn't unlock the door and then uh after like 3 minutes of him scrolling through his phone I had 911 typed in on my keypad that's so crazy. I was really scared uh he opens my SoundCloud he was like looking for his SoundCloud and like logging in and that's what took him like a few minutes he wanted to like log onto his SoundCloud to see one of my newer songs. And then when he opened it and showed me it, I got so fucking relieved. I put away my phone instantly, but he still knows my address. So yeah, that's well, weighing on me pretty heavily. Damn. Well, you're moving. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Soon enough. Also, um, the app doesn't save the addresses you deliver to. 
I, I drive Uber Eats, so it's like. I, no, I, I figured that. So he's gonna have to memorize it, which is like. But like unlikely. that's that's not hard because he was outside it. So I was like, he, he would have to really be trying to memorize it though. Yeah, I dude, you just like never know because my my little sister was in an Uber with a bunch of her friends and the dude was driving the complete wrong way, Ugh. like opposite direction, and then they ended up on the highway and they were not going far enough to be on a highway. They were in the suburbs, so they all started calling. For their parents and shit while they were in the car and the guy heard that and let them out on the highway holy shit yeah so I, I hear like too many stories like that so I was just like preparing for the worst damn yeah that's nuts well, but I'm it was glad. just so weird he knew my fucking name yeah that's a really weird rip. experience like just like a bro I mean if anyone's listening to this who's like a fan of artists like yo I would love to be approached like, definitely don't ask me for my phone number, though. That shit is weird. Like, what are you going to do? Text me all day, bro? You could, I already answered my DMs, bro. Like, you don't need to text me. Like, I'll just answer my DMs, bro. The fuck you need my number for? You know? <laughs> like, I answer I Instagram DMs because I love having no notifications. I answer Instagram DMs probably more than I answer text messages. Not, not even lying. I think I answer DMs more than I do my personal texts. Yeah. Like, so just hit me there. <laughs> and hit Ben there, too. Don't ask for his phone number. Yeah, no, I and don't ask for unreleased music, bro. There's a reason why it's unreleased, bro. We're working <laughs> on it. We got to do it right, bro. We can't just None of my music away. is done until it's scheduled. Like, yeah, I swear to God, like, you're different, though. You have demos ready to go. I heard uh, it a while ago. Yeah, but that wasn't finished, though. I mean, the mix was only like last month. Oh, te- I did hear the master for the first time when you did move. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. That it was true. like, yeah, even the version that we played live of that song and the version that we played at Goofy are like not the exact same that came out. Like, we actually reshuffled the structure around, especially Goofy and Oof. Actually, both of the structures were like pretty different. Um, so it was like slightly different. I definitely play around with shit. So like, I mean, it's a month out; it'll be confirmed. But I sit on a version. I'm like, yo, this is fire, and then I shuffle it around right at the last minute to make sure it's like perfect. And then that's the version that I dropped. So I heard Goofy for the first time. First time you ever visited. Yeah, and that shit was it. Didn't have a guitar on it. Did it? No, I didn't. It, it was like bare bones at that point. Yeah. Well, it just like that was a song. It just didn't even have like the. It was just like drums and bass. Yeah, there was a version of the song that existed. It just had no guitar. On it. Well, I had like the. Uh, I gotta hear that again because I when you showed me that demo, I was like, yeah. this is this is a hit. I mean, the song was cool even without the power chords, honestly. But I think the power chords definitely made it more. Did like, you write the the song to that like skeleton, or did we, you already have that concept in mind? I don't know if I had that concept in mind. We kind of just made it. Um, like, they started the beat, and then I started going, like, oh, goofy, oh, you know, and then I wrote the verse after that. My favorite bar of the whole song is, I eat kids like you for lunch. Because <laughs> yeah. that's some shit that, that's like an early 2000s comedy reference. Yeah. That's some <laughs> shit that you'd hear in, like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Nah, for sure, bro. If you you're, are that's your That's agent. my favorite part about your songwriting, though. You have your, your punchline. I tell you this all the time. Yo, thank your you, Your buzzwords and your punchlines, they are all, like... It's a fine line. There's a lot of shit that doesn't come out that I write where I'm like, bro, that is, like, not going to be funny, like, in, a, in two weeks. You know what I mean? So it's hard. It's hard because you got to be like, yo, what is, like, going to... People are going to know this reference because I'm so... I'm too online, so it's like I read so much shit on the internet, and then I think, like, the You're Thanos, one of the people that I notice, too, is, like, perpetually <laughs> online. I'm yeah, the like same that. way. That's why I notice that. No, for sure. Exactly, because you probably see me online when you're online. Like, the Thanos, like, what was he cooking thing. Like, I think that shit was mad funny, but it's like, if I put that in a song, people are going to be like, what is he talking about? Like, in a year, like, it's not going to make no, sense. No, but that's the thing. You'll get that 
whole audience of people that know what you're talking about and it'll be their favorite part of the song yeah i think that's i think you should use that in promo but not in the song like dude you're saying ssx tricky isn't somewhat a niche demographic of people oh for know sure it is. forever though you know what i'm saying like people played ssx tricky when they were six they're gonna remember ssx tricky when they're 80 you're right yeah so it's like it's not just like a fleeting moment that's what i'm saying that's what's hard with buzzwords and stuff because it's like if you make shit about a fleeting moment like if you made a song about like uh, everybody breaking into Area Fifty One at once. Now people would be like, "Bro, I don't want to listen to this. This is weird. This is like, dude, it takes I, me in its fucking time machine." I have the perfect example. Um, so I try to avoid that, bro. In one of my songs, I say, "Uh, tip my Yankee with no brim." Like, do you? That's remember? funny though. I would remember that forever. Probably. Do you? I'm from New York. That's why. Yeah, yeah. No, like <laughs> nobody else except kids from Manhattan, Queens, Long Island. Like, but it's not a chorus though, right? If it's not in the chorus, it's fine. Cause then it's like the whole point of the song, bro. Like, if you made the whole point of the song was like Yankee with no brim, like there's a place for that shit, which is like the. Uh, the oh, bro, like, it's my the, song Smoke Spot. The Nate number eight dude who freestyles over like like Twitter shit is one of the funniest dudes on Twitter, and he's honestly. Good as fuck at rapping too, and I listen to some of his songs. Like like BB Belt is one of my favorite songs. So it's like he's like amazing. Like that's a very specific niche though. So it's like I think most people should stay away from doing shit like that. Leave that shit to him because he's really good at it. But it's like if if you're doing something (laughs) in a verse, yeah, don't copy, don't copy. Even in like the tricky verse, like which I guess people that song is coming out soon enough. Whether it is August or later, I don't know. Probably August, but we'll see. Um, like, uh. Like I'm like they're gonna be best friends like Bruno and Anderson. It's like yeah, it's like kind of like a like a recent reference, but it's it's like even later and people would be like, oh yeah, they were in Silk Sonic even if they hate each other twenty years from now. They'll be like, oh yeah, they were in Silk Sonic. That makes sense. So it's like it's not too niche, I think. But like I would never put that in the chorus though. I love that's like too in the moment. Every punchline I have is like a nostalgia value. Hell yeah. I mean, that shit is great. I do that shit all the time. I love nostalgia, bro. I mean, maybe I'm just giving myself credit where it's not due because I think my punchlines fucking suck, honestly. I've been trying to get better. Nah, nah. Like, my references, I could be... I have consumed way too much media to have the amount of references I have in my songs. You're saying you need more? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's an art to writing songs without having a bunch of shitty references. You know what I mean? Shitty, like, bro. No, I, I'm not I saying would yours. Only write top notch references. No, I'm not saying yours. I'm saying for me, it's like I'm I'm like if I make too many references, it's like damn, bro. Like, if there's no, no, no. You have that balance. There's where no you're, meat to the song, though. You're right. You're right. That's why you have to be careful because it's like then it's just being like, haha, yeah, I, I read that book too. It's like nobody really wants to hear that. Bro. <laughs> like, was that a know. was that a uh, sneak this to my Magic Treehouse reference? No, definitely not, bro. Shout out to the Magic Treehouse. Or, or my Super Fudge or Junie B. Jones reference. No, nah, bro, that's hard. Those are hard bars. But it's like what I'm saying is like, if like the song is still about something. That's that's really I think what I've learned the most in the last like year or so. Is like you want the chorus to be like about something, and it doesn't have to be like so like like fucking on edge. Like oh, everything in specific needs to be about this. Like in a verse is where you can get a little more like metaphorical and stuff but it's like as long as i say to like some concept it's like it's cool for me and as long as that concept is like that's at least what i'm toying with right now i don't know my songwriting process might change but um <laughs> what i've been doing recently is is being like all right like how can i like make something that is like kind of universal you know and not like i don't know i used to write songs about like love and shit and it's like i still do that sometimes well but it's bro like, it's definitely universal if you're going out to dinner with your mom in france and hearing your <laughs> music, or were you in greece were i was you? in france that was cool 
Man, shout out to that experience. Wait, explain it. Explain it. I was just like, I was at a restaurant and they had a playlist on. And then my song was in the playlist, which was crazy. And because we weren't even supposed to eat there that night. Like, we went somewhere else and we were like, nah, let's go to this random place across the street. So, what you're saying is God is real. No, I don't know, bro. The fucking Spotify (laughs) algorithm is real. France is real. Whoever. So, what you're saying is Daniel Eck, the creator of Spotify, is is God. God? I mean, honestly, at this point, with the amount that his (laughs) fucking decisions control my life, like, what's the difference, really, I guess? If he was God, he'd pay me more than the rate he does. No, he wants me to struggle like fucking Job or whatever. So (laughs) This is all part of his test. He's testing me. From Arrested Development. He's testing me. This stupid (laughs) motherfucker is testing me. That's what he's doing. Uh, Don't call him stupid. It's on his platform, bro. I mean, this is really smart. This amazing billionaire philanthropist. Handsome, attractive guy is testing me, bro. Why is he doing that to me? Modern day Batman if he fought crime. (laughs) Exactly. Daniel Eck. This is going to get immediately taken down when I post this. Imagine. They're going to Joe Rogan you. It's like uh, it's like if Elon Musk bought Twitter and you made an Elon Musk joke. Yeah, your whole family's, your family home's electricity is getting he's shut off. Gonna, he's going to have a kid with some woman <laughs> in my family. Ha <laughs> 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 got him. <laughs> just add another to the fucking... He just adds a, another Gaviota into the universe. Bro, he's just having kids, man. That's crazy. Slips the Gaviota. Dude, I, I hate the thought of that. Everything about that. Is you hate the thought of Elon Musk nicknaming his dick a Gaviota? I hate everything about that. <laughs> I hope he never hears this. What if a random fan nicknamed his dick the Gaviota? I'm cool with Is that, that an honor or uh, it depends on the weird? Fan. Depends on the fan. Know yourself. What if your Uber you driver? <laughs> what if your Uber driver, while looking for a SoundCloud, told you that his dick's name was Gaviota? Um, I would question why he has his dick named after a seagull. A seagull? That's what Gaviota means in Spanish. It means seagull. It's kind of a weird name for your dick. No, it's kind of lit. Maybe, but one of the I most majestic fowl. I, I definitely agree. They're up there. Top three foul for me, bro. The top three top one foul. foul for being completely. Well, honest. yeah, yeah. Wait, is there a significance behind the seagull for you, I or like you just like the word? <laughs> yeah, I just like seagulls, and the word is cool in Spanish. Literally, I have no other reason for it. I was just Haji, and then Haji. And I, I knew that too. I don't know yeah. why I never put two and two together. Haji is just not like. Uh, I mean, people think it's I speak like, pretty. People good think Spanish. that's like my first and last name, which is not. Haji is my middle name. Well, yo, I call you Haji in, yeah. in real life. People and call me Haji. It's in real life. so weird because yeah. <laughs> everyone I fucking chill with with Haji calls him Mark. Yeah, and well, I'm not changing. It's too late. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of it's, it's interchangeable. Even some of the people who call me Mark call me Haji, and then even once people find out that my name is Mark, they call me Mark too. I mean, it goes both ways. I don't really give a shit. Like I'm cool with people calling me whatever. My friends call me Raptor. That's hard. And also Nighthawk. Nighthawk would be <laughs> my friends call me Nighthawk. Like that would be cool as fuck. My they also call, call me. me uh, I'm too fucked up to think of a joke. Oh, Just man. imagine I said something funny there, and I'll I'll put in some uh, stock audience laughter. That's real as hell. I think I'm. I gotta go to bed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good segue to wrap it up. Um. Yeah, dude. Pleasure hosting you. Pleasure having you. It was a fun ass month, even though you were work mode. Totally yeah. understand though. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Take I'll a vacation back. sometime soon. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I am. I I'm can, taking. I can imagine you're sick as fuck of LA at this point. No, nah, I mean I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be in New York, but I like LA. That's what I mean. You ready for the New York breather? 
Yeah, I mean, I have a crazy like I'm going to two weddings next month, and then I'm going to Greece. Which oh shit! Be fun. So that's um, not a breather. That's a that's an yeah. Itinerary. It's gonna be a lot of work between that. Um, but besides that, yeah, it's it should be a pretty busy month. But I'm excited to get back and just kind of get into the swing of it. Sick. Well, yo. Oh yeah. It was a pleasure having you. As always, peace. And yeah, yo, burning daylight fam, rate this shit five stars. You fucking pieces of yeah, you shit. You better. I'll no, find I'm you. You're not pieces of shit. I love all you. Thank I'll you. Find you. But please rate it. Don't think I please. won't find you. Look how easy it is to find Ben, bro. Yeah, my address is. The crazy dude has his address now. <laughs> <laughs> you think I can't find somebody from a podcast, bro? Good bro, luck. You can find someone.